0: Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World transportation system. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado
1: de las puertas. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany and I am joined here by the best husband and twin dad, Tony. As we touched on last week, our most recent trip to Walt Disney World was nothing short of magical. Um, We went to specifically celebrate... Our sixth wedding anniversary, and it was also our first vacation with our three-month-old twin girls. So as magical as it was, we undoubtedly did things much differently from vacations in the past. So this week, we're kind of going to share a recap and talk about all the things we learned or did to have a magical vacation with babies.
0: Yeah, so this one's different, but it's like, well, I mean, it's going to be still a dizzy trip, but more specific maybe towards kids. It's, and and our experience with our twins.
1: A couple of weeks ago, when we got back from our Disney trip, so we went to Disney World, um, February or January like thirtieth to the February eighth or thirty first to the eighth. I can't remember. Samantha. Um. Yeah. It, it was
0: Feels like a long time ago already
1: i know it was two weeks ago and we're already like super excited for our next trip back to disney in a few months but annual
0: pass <laughs> we, got, we
1: got the magnet yeah yeah we got our annual pass holder magnet in the other day for the magnet um, <laughs> and we're planning on going back to disney in may actually for mother's day which is really exciting It'll be my first mother's day and we just it at disney but um when like we went to Disney this time, it was just, it was so much fun and we, but I think one of the things about going to Disney World to have a successful trip to Disney World with babies is to, or with children in general, is to plan on the front end. Like I always talk about whenever we're making plans for our trip to kind of prepare beforehand and that's kind of what we did for this trip. Yeah.
0: So stepping in
1: to yes. this
0: week's episode.
1: Yes. Yes
0: prepping before the
1: trip yes so we booked this trip um if you haven't listened or heard the story of the girls we booked our our pregnancy was extremely high risk with our twins so it was very like stressful and everything like that during the during our like pregnancy we were so excited to book this vacation back because we were just really hoping like and praying and Counting on God to be like, God, these girls are going to be healthy when they're born. And we were going to be able to take the vacation. So we booked this trip, I want to say, back in October. Um, and our girls were born in November with full faith that they were going to be healthy and we would be able to take a trip with their three-month-olds. So many people told us we were crazy. More people told us we were crazy. Then people were like, yeah, go on the trip.
0: Well, was kind of like the whole... Before the girls got here, it was a coin flip chance of them actually surviving and making it. Is what the doctor right. told us. So like, we normally take a trip every February for our anniversary it So we we're we're gonna book the trip no matter what. You can we can always for some reason if we need to delay it, we need to push it back, whatever. But we're not gonna we're not we're doing it no matter what. Yeah. And they came, they flourished, they're here, and one of the biggest things was like, okay, well if they can't sleep in a. You know, <laughs>
1: Tony gave me some prerequisites.
0: Yeah, if they can't sleep on their back in the bed, I mean, what are we we can take we can take their in you know, yeah their car seats, but we're not gonna. I mean, that's not no, we're not going.
1: One of the biggest things is, and we've talked about it in other episodes, but if this is your first episode to listen to, tune in, or something like that, we had an absolute blast with our three month old girls at Walt Disney World, Disney World. The Disney parks in general are meant for everyone, and we got to see our kids' faces light up. So, just saying that up front, like if you're questioning whether or not you should take your kids to Disney, absolutely 1000% do it. We're gonna
0: get into it because that's the whole episode. But no matter what age, there's no wrong age, right? It's a matter of like your perspective and what you yeah, your perspective, like yeah, what you, what you plan on doing, what you think you're doing, what the previous trips were which you can't compare you can't try to do the the trips before i mean it's always fast
1: well and if it's your first trip to disney world it can be really intimidating because you're like this is like completely different thing that i've never done before should i take my kids absolutely yes just prepare beforehand and that's what we're here for um so getting into it the first one is prepping before the trip um, I created a list of all of the things that the girls needed at home. And honestly, what I did was I went through their, um, their dresser in their room and I was like, okay, these are all things that I use on a daily basis, like grape water, gas drops, um, wipes, um, formula, like all of those things. And then I reached out to a couple of my friends who I knew had traveled with um, babies, one of them specifically to Disney, um, others to just other places and kind of ask like, Hey, what are things that you need? Um, one of my friends told me to get like a bottle drying rack, which is something I wouldn't have thought about. I got a bottle drying rack, like, um, inflatable bathtub for the room. Like, and I'll share on, um, Instagram, a slide of like the things that we use the most, but those were like absolutely lifesavers. I also, too, packed, when we were packing for the trip, we packed in cubes, like packing cubes. I always do that for me, but I did that for the girls, too. So I had one cube for, like... There's no weed. <laughs> I don't pack cubes. No, it's tiny barely I packs. Pack
0: light and short, sweet. Yeah, uh,
1: but I like I kind of separated everything out. I like to do that for me. It just makes it easier. And for them, it was or too, because I could tell Tony like, hey, let's grab like the pajamas out or whatever. And then when you get to your resort, I just took everything out of the suitcase and put it into the drawers. Um, also too, for the stroller. So we have an Uppa Baby Vista, which is a tandem stroller. Um, depending on what type of stroller you have, for us, we had to get like the, I don't remember what it's called. It's, it's, it's the Uppa Baby Vista travel bags. Um, we had to get that so it would be like covered by insurance, by the company if in case anything was damaged. Um I highly recommend if you're traveling with car seats or if you're traveling with like strollers like getting a stroller bag or something like that just so it doesn't get beat up on the plane, but also kind of decide to are you going to check your stroller with your luggage when you get to the airport or are you going to push it through? I asked multiple friends and everyone gave me a different answer. Um with us when we got to the airport, we decided to Roll our to check our luggage, roll our stroller through, and then check our stroller at the gate. In retrospect, I think we both agree that we would not do that in the future. So
0: we're kind of, we we're, <laughs> we're from San Antonio. So yeah, it, we have a direct
1: flight. It was
0: super easy. Like they don't do anything. No, seriously, just walk through, and that was it. But then, like, we have, we still broke it down. We right. get it in a bag, like right before we got on the plane, and then hand it to them. Like, we had both babies and a carry-on. Each we had... Carry-on. So on the way back, it was the opposite.
1: Right. On the way back, it was way more hectic. So we had like... Going to Disney, we had three suitcases. One for me, one for twenty-one, one for the girls. We had the stroller with the stroller bags. You had to have a bag for one seat and then a bag for the other sh- parts of the stroller. And then we had um two carry-ons a diaper bag and then like my duffel bag and then we had two babies
0: so i guess that was a difference though too like we had them we were wearing them
1: on the way on the way on the way back we wore that leaving
0: the airport yeah and we're wearing them so we had to get our hands checked for bomb material yeah, because we were wearing the kids,
1: which we appreciate. <laughs> and they actually TSA to, was doing a good job. They broke
0: down our entire stroller, which in San Antonio they did not do. No, it. in San Antonio so we had to break down the whole entire thing, nothing on it. In San Antonio, go, yeah, you're kind of good to go, whatever. Yeah.
1: San Antonio <laughs> airport is much smaller. The Orlando airport obviously has a lot more traffic, and TSA was doing a great job in the Orlando airport.
0: A lot more going on,
1: but I think in retrospect, we both agree. Like when we go back to Disney next month, like. We're going to consolidate it on one suitcase. We're probably only going to take their diaper bag as a carry on.
0: Me, me and the girls will share a bag.
1: And yeah, we'll probably only take a diaper bag as a carry on. Um, and then we will just wear our, or maybe we'll still have like a second carry on, but like we'll wear them through the airport in our carriers and then just check the stroller. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's one thing I wish we had as a picture of because everybody was like, oh my know, gosh. I don't know how y'all are doing it. We had a kid strapped at the front. We each had... But two, we had the best time. Two back... I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't the girls. No. It was, no, just, it was we, just a lot. We didn't have enough hands. Right. I mean, they were fine. And the, on the plane, everything, nobody heard a peep from us. One guy offered to sit in the middle of us on the way there, and they're like, we paid for this one, right? <laughs> not not, not saying anything against you, like, you know, want to be friends with us here, but like... <laughs> We want the row. We want the space. We want the
1: elbow room. and pay for it. Yeah, well, we had, so with twins, you have to pay, um, like kind of like a weird thing that you wouldn't have to do otherwise is you have to pay, if you want to sit together on Southwest in particular, you have to pay for the, um, a seat for one of the babies because there's only four oxygen masks in case anything were to happen. And if a third adult was sitting with you in the row and you had two lap babies, then it would be five people So um, we had to pay for that third seat. So like Tony said, we were like, yeah, we already paid for that seat. But um, I was really intimidated about going to the airport. We both agreed. Like the airport and the plane ride was the thing that we were most intimidated by.
0: Anybody's intimidated just going by yourselves, Right. You know, it's like, oh, like, you know, it's kind of stressful going through security. TSA, yeah. You know, once we get through, we can kind of relax. And it might be a bumpy ride. You never know. And just whatever. It was like, you know, when you got... Somebody who can't talk, walk, or right. feed themselves, and you're like, okay, we know our girls. They don't, yeah, they don't just scream and cry. right. So we knew that, but you just never know. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so okay. Google says you got to feed them on the way up. You got to feed them on the way down. That <laughs> well, wasn't true because half time time they were asleep, so it didn't matter. So well, like, yes, for
1: one, for for Henley, it didn't matter. For Bentley, I feel like it irritated Bentley's ears a, like a little bit. We um fed them on the way up um out of San Antonio and then um like Tony said but like Henley was asleep like halfway and it never bothered her she slept the entire night a flight Tony was trying to feed her the bottle on the way back down and she like would not drink the bottle was not interested and it did not bother her um Bentley I feel like it irritated her a little bit but neither of them ever made a sound one thing, too, that I was, like, I was intimidated by it was TSA. Because we have formula. So, I was, like, how are we going to get this formula through? We have bought, like, a um, bottle bag. And we had like the bottles already mixed in there, but TSA was actually really easy to get through. Um, they just like they just have a machine where they like test it to make sure it's formula. Um, and it's, it's almost
0: less stressful having kids. No, it is. Everyone's like, oh, what can I do for you? How can I help they're you? They were out? so helpful. I mean, especially when you have twins, they're like, what do you need? Yeah. I mean, just. Um, we're here for you when you're by yourself shelter are like <laughs> moving along and just freaking keep walking don't even look at us like, i know
1: i almost i think i told you that day i was like we should have done this sooner geez like, you
0: feel like you're an inconvenience when it's just you but when you have kids it's like, what do you what do you what yeah do you, what do you need we're here and
1: for you. <laughs> something that was really cool i think also because we have twins but so many people you don't realize how many twins there are in the world until you have twins and that Cause day cause
0: I think that's only people that actually like acknowledge people that have twins like me too Me too. Yeah, that. Other than that, there's no. They're not gonna say. Yeah, yeah. there's no like you know referring like common knowledge. I
1: think we we counted like throughout the entire day we met like six or eight people who were twins, and it was really cool. And so like we got on the plane. Um, I we got on the plane. Girls are great on the flight. We um land. So we made sure to take a flight. Like kind of or I well. What I all of my friends have always recommended is taking flights around their nap times. For the girls, they were like there was only one direct flight that day. So it's like that is really their only option. We don't want to change planes. So and it happened to be like we kind of scheduled it to be like around their nap time. They weren't on as much of a like schedule as they are now. Um, but like it was just kinda every three hours. But anyway, we found that we took did it around their nap time. And like Tony said, Henley slept the entire time. Bentley was up like what, half a flight?
0: Pretty much.
1: But her and I had the window seat, around. so she was just, like, looking around or looking out the window. Like, she wasn't really, like, doing anything, uh, like, at all. Um, and then it was also too nice, because we did have the um, open seat, we were able to, like, lay our blanket down. And at one point, Tony laid Henley down in there just so she could, like, rest, like, on her own. Um, once we landed in Orlando, we took Mears Connect from the Orlando International Airport to our resort. Mears um, Connect is $16 per adult and $13 per child each way. Obviously, the babies did not count, so you're just children three and up. So Mears Connect was...
0: Not where it used to be or we were
1: lost. No. <laughs> so Mears Connect, we were lost. You always get, we've taken Mirrors Connect once before. The other times we've always taken Ubers or we've used our friend um, Uber Steve Orlando. He's on TikTok. Um, he, we love riding with Steve, but um, Steve's a private driver in the Orlando area um, and he has really reasonable pricing for like picking up and taking Picking up from the airport, taking you back to the airport. He'll take you around Orlando, whatever it is. Um, but with the having the girls, really, the only option for them is to have um, is to do Mirrors Connect because we weren't going to bring their car seats with us. And even if you did bring the car seats, you don't have the base or whatever the case may be. Um, And then if you do want a car service with car seats, it's going to be way more expensive. I think the least expensive option I found with car seats was $150. And we're like, we're not doing that. You could rent a car for $100, but either way, Mirrors Connect was way cheaper. The only drawback to Mirrors Connect, and you and I both agree on this, is that obviously, Lisa, when you get on the Mirrors Shuttle, You wait on the shuttle. We didn't wait very long on the shuttle, right? We waited like 10 minutes, maybe? Everything
0: depends on your resort and when you're getting off.
1: Yeah, so you... At
0: the end of the day, other than that, it doesn't matter.
1: So you kind of go to... So we were going to Port Orleans Riverside. So we were going to all those resorts in the Disney Springs area. They happened to drop us off second. And so that wasn't bad, but you could be like the fifth stop. It really just depends on that, like kind of the luck at the draws to when you're gonna get off. Um it's not bad. It's just you're riding on a motorcoach, you're not going directly to your resort. But for your first trip, it's kind of exciting. One of the things on Mirrors Connect though is they used to play like these like Disney shorts and stuff like that, um, because they used to be the Magical Express. And then the last time we did it, they were doing the same thing and they had this really fun video about different things in Orlando. This time it was just like they were playing Moana the whole time. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even the start of Moana. It was just like a random part of Moana.
0: Depends on which much driver you get. True. The driver was kind of fun.
1: No, the driver was fun. And they always do kind of make it fun. Like they'll be like, um, they kind of like slow down. So you can take pictures underneath like the Disney World sign and stuff like that. Um, so we started out our trip, once we got to the resort, we started out our trip by staying at, um, Port Orleans Resort Riverside. We stayed there for one night and then we went to the boardwalk. In your opinion, would you do a split stay again with kids, especially babies? So
0: it's what we've already talked about. And the short answer is no. Why? Just stay at one place. Because it's too much work. I mean, you get settled, you try not to get settled and it wasn't... Disney will still move your bags and do all that. It's right. Just, it's not worth it. You want to enjoy You don't want to sit here and worry about, okay, we got to do this in the morning, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're, you are you're know, there's too much head stress for no yeah. reason. You want to just enjoy it. So just go to the one place you want to be at and just stay there.
1: Yeah, we had done split stays. In the, we had done split stays multiple times in the past. And the reason why we did it this trip, because it was like $500 less expensive to fly out a day early. So... We booked a stay at Port Orleans Riverside for one night, and then, like I said, we moved over to the boardwalk. We'd always wanted to stay at River Orleans Resort Riverside, and we actually really enjoyed that yeah, resort. Yeah, we ate
0: there. We we hung out. We had some drinks, and it was fine. We Perfect ate a boat ride. Awesome. It was just like, in the morning, all right, we got to, like, we don't have to go and pack up or anything, which we did, but it's just, you know, you want just, to just cruise and just like enjoy them each right. morning, and it... You were packing up before we got to go to the party. Just not. Nah, it, it felt like, like there was, it was a as fun as it should have been.
1: Yeah, it felt like there was a lot Let's to do that morning that we wouldn't have had and to we didn't do otherwise. Really
0: pack anything? We suitcases open. I mean, I took like the girls out of pack like one nothing. packing cube. Yeah, it just not. It, That's what we normally do, but with with the girls now, no, we won't probably do that again.
1: No, and like I think part of it is, is that we had, um, like, we have to get out their bottle drying rack, like all of those little things. So you still have to get all that stuff out, and yeah, it just felt like very cumbersome to like pack it all up. And then we went to Animal Kingdom that day. Um, Animal Kingdom was our first park. It's the most relaxing park. I'm glad we did that park first. I somebody
0: actually acknowledged that the younger girl, you know what you're doing. You're like. We've been here a time or two. <laughs> this is one you can just kind of walk through, cruise through, and like there's only a couple rides, and do the you know safari and look at the animals, and then you do your real park days.
1: Yeah, we went to. Once we got to Animal Kingdom, I want to say it was like mid-morning, we had Genie Plus a meter reservation for Navi River Journey. I We famously say like not to get Genie Plus in every park, like you don't necessarily need it. But with kids, we didn't want to wait in line for long periods of time, especially because we wanted them to be able to ride Navi River Journey. We felt like that would be something that they love because of the contrast and all of that stuff. Um, And... We like that ride gets an incredibly long line. So we rode Navier River Journey first. We also rode Safari that day. Tony and I um, rode Dinosaur in the afternoon. We each took turns riding that one. One of the things that we learned that day, I felt like we both learned. So, oh, and, I'm sorry. Tony had Expedition Everest by himself. I would not Somebody write it. Somebody was
0: scared that day. Yeah, I would not write completely it. Completely just dipped out on Everest.
1: Well, that day, if I'm being honest, that day like felt like kind of overwhelming and a little stressful because A, we were having to leave our first resort. So that just felt like we had to do a lot before we even got out the door to go to the parks. And we were so excited to get to the park. And then it was kind of like, well, we don't know how this is going to go. Like, where are we going to change them? And it was just like we were learning well, a lot. It wasn't bad. Yeah, the
0: baby care center, which in, is really hidden in animals. Right. You'll, ne- you'll never find it.
1: It's next to the Starbucks, which is Creature Comforts.
0: Yeah, besides, it's behind. And you won't find it unless you ask. Because there's, yeah. there's not really a sign. So the, until we found that, we are changing on the side of the road, just like cruising around. Because like, we were, you know, there's not really anywhere inside the bathrooms there's
1: not really changing table there's changing there's a changing table so at disney world if you go to the parks and you want to change your babies in the bathrooms it's like a built-in changing table it's like a it's not granite but it's like it's like some type of like stone countertop Uh, i feel like
0: nobody uses it
1: yeah it's like some of a stone countertop with like a ledge um, I changed Bentley in there one time, and then the rest of the trip, like Tony said, we changed them one time in the stroller. The rest of the trip, we made use of the baby care centers. If you don't know, each of the Disney parks has baby care centers, and they it's are like absolutely 30. It's phenomenal. Like Club
0: 33 you for gotta, babies. You've got to know about it. Yeah. And if you don't know, you don't
1: know you don't know yeah so the baby care center is at um disney and each of the parks is a baby care center you can find it on the map you can search for it um on in the disney world app and they have absolutely everything you would need for your park day no, no it's so
0: like relaxing it is because there's like no noise besides just what's going on there and right changing those rooms they got the bottle warmers they got everything you could possibly need for a baby you can buy Every,
1: everything. It's meant to be, like, a, like, de-stimulation. They don't want, they don't
0: want you to leave, so they're going to have everything there for you. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> meant to, like, de- like help, like, got
0: TVs in de-escalate
1: there. and, like, take away from, like, stimulation of the parks. Um, there's cast members in there that if you need to buy, like, formula or bottles or your baby has blowout and you need to get a new outfit or um, diapers, things like that. You can buy those things there, but um past like the area that they have things for sale you can go into the room and they have one a room for like older kids where they can like sit and watch a disney movie um or they have tables and chairs you can eat in they also have um lactation rooms if you're breastfeeding and then they have changing tables that's the thing that we loved the most is the changing tables because after every single child that gets changed on them there's a piece of paper underneath it you crumple a piece of paper and a cast member comes behind you and is like spraying it down cleaning it so it's sanitized it's clean and it's a nice like padded changing table also um one thing that we love because our girls are formula babies um they what we kind of learned to do is instead of like pre-mixing bottles before we did that the first day yeah we screwed that up Um, we learned
0: we learned a lot about the bottles we did and they're playing all the way through
1: instead of pre-mixing the bottles before what we learned to do was we just packed a bag like double like double bagged um, formula, and we just brought the formula in the girl's diaper bag for the day with clean bottles. We would go to the baby care centers, they have um water dispensers there for bottles, so we would fill the bottles up and then they also have bottle warmers there. Our girls are not picky on whether they're like cold or warm or, or anything, and if you're getting the bottle dispenser, it's like room temperature anyway. Um, so we would then mix their formula and feed them like there. the next time we needed to change them and do their feeding, we would do the exact same thing in the baby care centers. So we learned that day, like highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the baby care centers. Like Tony said, no, they're that, kind of hidden. That's relaxing.
0: That was relaxing. For me. <laughs>
1: I know it I was. Thought, like, I was
0: getting like a, like a, <laughs> a like, like a, like a, like a massage center or something, just like hanging out. Like, whew. like you can, like you can breathe in there. Cause you're just going and going and going like, it it's full. It's full of babies and everything. Like for some reason, it just felt like. Okay, we're in like a
1: little safe space. <laughs> I saw somebody talking like, about... Like the lifeguard center. <laughs> I saw somebody talking about like on TikTok, somebody made a TikTok about the baby care centers. And then a cast member commented on it and was like, I used to work in the baby care centers and I miss how relaxing and quiet they were. Because Disney's creating that atmosphere for their guests there. And it's yeah. really special that they have that. You don't know
0: about them until
1: so you have babies. No, and w- honestly, one day um, we went to... We were at Magic Kingdom and I realized... This is before we realized like, oh, let's... Just pack the entire bag of formula. We didn't have enough formula to stay as long as we were going to. So I went into the... Um I went into like one of the gift shops but they also have them in the baby care centers i went into one of the gift shops at the resorts and grabbed a can of formula it wasn't our formula but it was perfectly fine for like one bottle for them so they disney like goes above and beyond to make sure you have everything like tony said they don't want you leaving the parks so i think we paid like 30 dollars for that can of formula never used it again but they have it if you're like in a pinch or if you're in a bind um so
0: not for a pinch of money though
1: no not for a pinch of money um we like i said we did genie plus we did genie plus at every single park besides hollywood studios hollywood studios is the park that the girls could really do like the least in um we could take them on like toy story mania and um mickey minnie's runaway railway when we go back in may maybe we'll do that but this trip we just didn't do that so
0: it's it was we had no choice really I mean, it
1: was crowded at Disney when we went. It was we really went. crowded,
0: but we weren't going to like, one of us wasn't going to sit and wait around if we, we want to try to hop on a ride or something and we want to do as much as we possibly could with them. Right. So it's like, we're not going to, you know, just, time was in the essence.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that we learned, um, through going about our trip is figure out what your child's, like if you have a younger child, that's going to be like napping during your day. What we recommend doing is you go to so you feed them in the morning, get to the parks whenever you do, and then kind of choose what um attractions you're gonna maybe do without them so if it's like space mountain or something they're not big enough to ride that um choose to do that during one of their nap times that's what we started learning to do we also wore the girls on us as much as we could because one of the things that we learned is them being honest like if it was like a crowded area or if it was overstimulating or something like that it felt much less so to when they were on us when the biggest
0: like biggest one is Magic Kingdom because you can ride the most rides with them on you. Right. So you got to be strategic and like, okay, so we did a lot of stuff without them too. You know, we did Guardians... You did Test Track. You did Mission um, mission Space. space. We did
1: Dinosaur. We did Expedition Everest. So you just got to
0: be more strategic of like, okay, their nap times and the time of day and just kind of map it out.
1: Yeah, because what we didn't want to do is we didn't want to be like putting them in the stroller, pulling them out of the stroller, putting them in the carrier, pulling them out. Yeah, it it just wasn't like it wasn't the best for them. And like Tony said, it was it was exhausting for them. So what we learned moving forward was... To really strategize it out. So we would get to the parks if they were awake at that time that we got to the parks. Typically, they weren't, they were napping. So we would kind of like kill some time and then we would wait for when they were going to be awake and we would book Genie Plus reservations for us to ride as a family then. And then we would wear them kind of like the rest of the time until they went, until we were going to the baby care center to feed them again or nap.
0: So some of the ones like you. Mayweather so said we did Pirates with them a couple times, actually. hmm And Pirates has that drop that's infamous.
1: It's like a 10-foot drop, but it feels a bigger.
0: Uh, we did uh, Little Mermaid. We did
1: Navi River Journey.
0: We did the, the railroad, um, the train.
1: Yeah, we did Safari and Peter Pan's Flight. And? And we did... Frozen! And then we did um, Spaceship Earth. And we did, um, we did the for the first time in forever Frozen sing along also at Hollywood Studios. And a couple of
0: previous ones. One of the things I was looking forward to was like fireworks, and we that was one thing we did not, <laughs> we did not actually ever get to because their their bedtime was always like around eight, which we tried to stretch a couple of nights. We did a couple of dinners, but it just never really worked out.
1: I'm hoping when we go back to Disney in May that maybe by then they will be like better at like sleeping in the stroller. Um, or just sleeping in the carrier because they'll be a little bit older. They'll be six months then. Um, so I'm hoping when we go back then that we could at least make it to, like, Magic Kingdom, like, Happily Ever After. I think, um... We could have done it.
0: It just was one of those things we weren't going to risk, like, having, it, like, a, a a bad night because you never know how long it's going to take to get out, and they probably would have been on their last leg. We'd have to get more formula and just try to get by. we could have done it, but... I would like just to do wasn't it. wasn't really...
1: I would like to do it in May. I'm hoping that we can do it in May. Also, too, like Tony said, the parks were really crowded. And so there was one day that we were at Magic Kingdom. We were planning on staying for the fireworks. The girls were doing great. And Tony was like, do you want to go to one of the Magic Kingdom resorts and go eat? I said, sure. And we left the park. And then we were going to go to, like, Epcot and have this, like, full circle day. Like, spend the evening in Epcot. We ended up going back to our resort because it was really windy. And we just ended up ordering Uber Eats because the girls were done. So... That was something too, is like learning to have the flexibility with them when they're in the park. And when you're planning your trip, if you are going to, an extra
0: day if you can.
1: Right. If you are going to Disney, you don't have an annual pass. One of my recommendations would be to, I wouldn't necessarily get Park Hopper because that can be more stressful. We enjoyed it on this trip because we could hop out of one park and go to the other. But at the same time, it's an add on price. Would you recommend that? Or would you say no? I feel like sometimes it can be more stressful for Park Hopper. Especially if it's your first trip. Like, yeah,
0: if it's your first trip, no. Stay in one park and enjoy it as much time as you can.
1: But there's also quiet areas of each park that you can find, like the Baby Care Centers, for example. Um, the only park that I felt like there was no quiet areas was we went into Epcot one night, and we would just walked in for the night. We were just going to like grab like food and drinks from like the festival booths and walk around. I wanted to see the new Walt Disney Dreamer statue and all that stuff it was a very crowded night in Epcot and Henley started having, well, it a- was like a
0: bum rush of the younger crowd and everybody who's going to try and trying to drink on the world. So, it was a horrible situation for young young kids like that, like babies. So, we walked out there pretty quick.
1: Yeah, we, we had the, um, the girls in the strollers and we didn't realize then at that point, like if you have them in the carrier, if it's more stimulating, I think she would have been better if it was in the carrier, but she was in the stroller, her visor is pulled up on the stroller, we didn't realize that, we couldn't hear her crying, she was having a, like a meltdown understandably so and we felt terrible, but there was nowhere I could go that was quiet in Epcot to like console her. Um, and that was like the only drawback. The, all of the other parks have a, like, at least a quiet space. Like, if you're in Hollywood Studios, over by Pizza Rizzo, there's like a little alleyway. It sounds like an, it sounds sketchy, but it's not. Um, and that's back, a Ellen. quiet area. Um, Animal Kingdom, there's multiple areas that are quiet. Or in Magic Kingdom, you can go into Fantasyland and the, like, Storybook Circus on the backside of it. And there's a, like, quiet area there. And there's other quiet areas around Magic Kingdom, too. Um, one of the things, like Tony said, we ended up using individual lightning lanes for Guardians of the Galaxy for rides like Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy that have virtual queues. I would do the individual lightning lane over the virtual queue because it, the individual lightning lane is technically supposed to get you in and out of the ride faster. Um, we still was saying that we still each probably waited like 30 minutes in line, um, and which when you're waiting by yourself and your spouse or your significant other, someone else is waiting with the babies. Like it doesn't, it just feels like it's taking time away and it's kind of makes it like a little bit of a harder, like challenge to do. Um, packing for the parks. I talked about this already, but like having the empty bottles in the bag of formula in the bag was like our saving grace. Before we went to Disney, I had bought a like diaper caddy to put in our stroller and, we ended up using it, like, one day, and we were like, no, we just want that's our diaper bag. the thing about bag. Everything
0: with, with babies or kids or young, is knowing what you need and don't need. Right. I mean, we pack more than we needed, so we're carrying around too much stuff a lot of times. Like, do we need blankets? And, all, you know, that's the thing. You, you're not going to know until you go. No. But, like, once you go on time, you'll know. Like, do we really need A, B, you know? So... The less is, less is more. Yeah, because I was thinking you know.
1: like, oh, we'll take like, we'll have the diaper caddy and we'll just leave it in the stroller. We'll take our backpack. We'll take a smaller backpack and that'll be on the rides with us. No, your backpack is perfectly fine. Your diaper bag is perfectly fine in your stroller, parked in the parks. Like no one's going to mess with it for the most part. So we ended up just using our diaper bag the rest of the time and not having like so much to carry on because... One of the things with um, babies is choosing your resort wisely. So we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside the first night, which had boat transportation to Disney Springs, bus transportation the rest of the trip. When after that, we stayed at Disney's Boardwalk Resort for this for a week we um were able to take the buses. We had to take the buses to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, but we could take the Skyliner over to Hollywood Studios. We could walk into Epcot. Um, or you could take the boats from Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So when we got on the we also to get to Disney Springs, we had to take the bus. When you get on the bus, everybody has to collapse down their stroller. If you have a ton of stuff in the bottom of your stroller, like it just takes more time to like Pull it out and everything like that. So that's why we were like, "All right, we're doing the diaper bag from now on because this just makes yeah, it a lot stressful."
0: When babies drop to each of your chests, everyone helps out though.
1: No, they do. People were so extremely helpful. Like when we would collapse on our shoulder we had to pull off one the front seat, um, and every time people would be like, "Would you like me to help you with that?" Like they were just so kind and so helpful. Never said no.
0: Moving on to our last point, dining. Yes, this is one we want to take some time on.
1: So dining, we sport thing we did this
0: trip
1: so with dining yeah so kind of teeing into choosing your resort wisely one of the things that we learned in retrospect boardwalk was an amazing resort but it would have been a better resort for tony and i to stay at uh, on a couple's trip um and because the dining wasn't the best we did mostly quick services um trip and staying at like places like boardwalk it was mostly table service or lounges there wasn't anywhere for us to eat so we ended up eating at boardwalk deli and we just didn't love that um because yeah, the
0: girls like i said the girls bedtime was around eight so that's the time we were kind of getting back to the right our room and back to make fed them, and it just didn't work out because we want to spend our time in the park and you know after, we're not gonna get a res- reservation somewhere and try to you know have issue. crying babies. Yeah, you, you can't put a stroller in That's not restaurant. Like, you a, can. A couple of them we can, but not the ones at Boardwalk.
1: Yeah, you could. At Trattoria Alphorn, we could put in a stroller yeah, right. in there. But yeah, so we were,
0: that, that was the only week. we had. Not, we had that one in and uh, Flying Fish.
1: Yeah, Flying Fish is the signature seafood location. We wouldn't have eaten yeah, there. So
0: just, we just didn't... That part... We probably didn't really care. It was just the fact that we didn't prioritize like dinner before we got back to the... The roots. Yeah, so we're like, okay, so now what do we do?
1: So, like, and at Boardwalk, there's kind of some changes going on. Bigger River Girl used to be a table service dining location. We had eaten there before, it was like a sports bar type restaurant. They brewed their own beer, and they, but it was very small. I think you said they didn't have an oven or a fryer.
0: I think that's what he said. what so I asked him, I think, why they didn't do wings because they obviously made their own beer. Like, why don't you do wings? And things said because they don't have a fryer, there's no room.
1: Yeah, so I feel like if that place was still open, we would have been able to like just at least grab something to go for dinner. But Toriel Forno wasn't doing anything to go.
0: The pizza, so- the pizza window was out half the time. I went to get a piece of pizza like, because oh,
1: people were pizza? doing the same thing that we yeah. were. Well, and, then,
0: yeah, and you come out to EPCOT, and everybody has their beer, so there's just a flyby. There's nothing else to get. So right. There's not a whole lot. Always thought there was more going on, until we stayed there. And actually, really looked at it. like there's actually not a. whole Whole lot here,
1: and in retrospect, I should have known this because it's what I do for a living. But um, carousel coffee it was inside for breakfast, they had pastries. But yeah, if you're someone who likes like a Mickey waffle for breakfast or something, you're not gonna get it at Boardwalk. But
0: you can walk right across the pond there, and you get, can, which we did one morning and ate breakfast over. at Yale Compass, yeah. So don't not stay here because of that
1: no no and and yeah uh beach and yacht club so alien compass is inside of Disney's yacht Up. club resort but um they also have beach and yacht club both have quick service locations but if you're just wanting somewhere that like you're going to go downstairs and grab like a quick service breakfast they don't have that at boardwalk but you can walk across the water which is like a 10 minute walk over to the resorts to like grab your breakfast and we, we actually
0: pin trader and the whole matter is-
1: we actually did that we actually did um like on our last trip tony and i just it was our last trip as a couple to disney but we walked across like from beach club over to boardwalk and we got like breakfast at boardwalk deli and then like had like coffee there so you can always walk across um with mobile order one of the things i think we utilized the most you utilized it more than me was mobile uh, what i'm sorry with mobile Eating at quick service locations, one of the things we utilized most was mobile order.
0: Mobly. Yeah. And you
1: use that the most before more than me.
0: I mean, especially going into parks. Right. So like Hollywood Studios, I would order my tachos before I got there. Yeah. And then
1: And then you just have I'm here whenever you're walking yeah, toward it.
0: Yeah. Don't even don't do it when you're here. Do, right. do it. Do when you're do walking yeah. in the park. It's gonna take 10, 15 minutes. So then you can actually walk up and just grab it. Right. But it's like it's a gold mine, anywhere you can get that.
1: Yeah, you so can if do you know,
0: if you know what you want. Just, yeah.
1: So you can Go mobile order, um, and it makes it so much easier. It's like if you've done like a Starbucks mobile order, it's the exact same thing at the Disney parks. Well, so you're gonna
0: spend thirty minutes, half in line, half waiting for it, and it's, yeah, you know what you want, boom. Done. Yeah, and
1: so with mobile order, like one thing too is one thing that I like is I eat gluten free, so. It sometimes it takes longer for meals to be prepared because Disney like goes above and beyond to make sure that there's like no cross contamination. Or
0: Casey's, so we figured that out this this trip. But you couldn't mobile order. Yeah, the same thing. So I ordered my my nuggets or whatever. Are you, uh, that's what you were going?
1: No, like so with mobile order you have to. So like with mobile order like. Uh, the reason I like ordering it with gluten-free is because it takes longer to get it out. So, if I order it, we're not Like, I always feel bad because I feel like we're, like, wasting so much time. We're just, like, waiting for my food because they're taking, like, time to, like, mobile order it. But then, yes, go ahead. Like, with Casey's.
0: Well, that you can't mobile you order. You can't it. mobile order. So, Even yeah. gluten-free. It, <laughs> figure it out.
1: It depends on it depends on what you're ordering. So at Casey's, I had to order in person because I wanted to get like the Chipotle barbecue hot dog, um, and you had because I wanted the bun. I in the future we're we'll just eating at Bunless. Um, I had to mobile order it, and we waited. The same thing happened at Boardwalk Deli. We had to wait forever for like food just because it was gluten free. Um, but it just we well,
0: de- had a couple of cupcakes at or, or muffins it. Been-
1: yeah, we, it just depends on like what your um like on what you're doing but i would check the menus to see if there's like the the option that you want and i would try to mobile order it before you get to the location if you can um table service locations so disney's official policy about strollers going into restaurants is that strollers are not allowed at any indoor dining location quick service or table service in our experience we never had an issue bringing a stroller into a dining location. We but maybe did
0: ask before to say, "Hey, yes. is this possible?" We're not like we didn't wait and just say, "Hey, we got a stroller working party." And we also it, waited longer. There sometimes. were certain tables where they can, you know, fit it in. So we definitely definitely asked before.
1: Yeah. So and the stroller that we have, like I said, is like a tandem side by side. There's a tandem one in front of the other stroller. The side by side wide strollers, in what we saw, was those were not allowed inside restaurants. We also, too, had three-month-old babies, like, in the stroller, and so most of the time they were sleeping, and, we, and they would be like, oh, we don't want to wake a sleeping baby. So they would let us roll it in. If you have an older child, they're probably going to, like, probably ask you to, like, leave your stroller outside.
0: Like, it, a lot of things, it's situation. That's what like, I was going to say. You know, the host, but you know what, you know, no. Like, your your six-year-old kid, get him out of the stroller. Right. Or, you know, kind of move on.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, our girls can't even, like, sit up in a high chair, guys. So there's really no option for them to sit in the restaurant. And they wanted us to be able to have a great experience. So we ate at Boatwrights Dining Hall at Riverside the first night. We talked about that in another episode. We loved eating there. We ate at Grand Flirting Cafe on the night of our anniversary and absolutely loved eating at Grand Floridian Cafe. I felt like it was a steal for what we got. Um, like, it was, like, a, such a hidden gem restaurant. That night we ended up holding Henley and like Bentley was asleep in the stroller. Um, but we got to enjoy our anniversary. And then we ate at Ale and Compass one morning for breakfast. Again, I think we held Henley during breakfast. Um, and then we ate at Roundup Rodeo barbecue. So at Roundup Rodeo barbecue, we told them that we had a um, stroller and like I was saying, we had to wait a little bit longer. That was the location we had to wait the longest to get into. Right.
0: Yeah, and all of these were like, you could say bucket list. We've never eaten there before. No. And that's the reason why we are like, it's like non-negotiable. Like, no. Nah. Like, we're mm-hmm. going to do everything we can in our power to eat here. And right. Half of them were a struggle. Like, just, you know, <laughs> bedtimes or... Or
1: I would, like, wear them on me, like, in the carriers.
0: Had to wait an extra half hour just because we said, we'd get, oh, we'll get a stroller right now or whatever. We made it happen. And the girls are fine. It was just, you know, it wasn't, like, how we would normally walk in. Like, we're here. Right. Here's your, here's your table. Yeah. Went wait a little longer. But out of these four, which one was your favorite restaurant?
1: Out of these four, I would say my favorite was Grand Flirting of Cafe. No. Why? Because it was different. Like, we had always wanted to eat there. I loved the salmon that I got that night. And I also loved that French onion soup. It was amazing. So
0: food-wise, I would probably say that one.
1: But experience?
0: Experience? It would have to be, you know, round up, ready barbecue. Obviously,
1: yeah, that was really fun. I just love Grand Floridian Cafe because it was our anniversary.
0: But boat rides, I still the food was still really good there, and they had yeah, the, uh, was the what kind of bread? Oh.
1: oh, they had cornbread.
0: Cornbread.
1: You got the seafood the fritters jambalai, there, and you didn't like that. Yeah, the jambalaya. Yeah, so Everything I mean, else was good besides the seafood fritters. Yeah, and like. It was just such a, like, it was so fun, like, getting to eat at those locations. Cause I, I told Tony, like, the night we ate at Grand Flirting Cafe, like, that was the day that we had to buy, like, the can of formula, like, and we, I told Tony, I was like, this just felt so brave. One of the things that I've learned about being a mom, especially a twin mom, is, like, doing the things that intimidates you also empowers you, and I tell myself that, like, anytime, like, I want to go out and it just feels like, oh, it's going to be so cumbersome to take my baby to the store, take my babies to the store... I feel like the reward is so great um, because I feel better mentally. They have a better day. And that felt the same way on this trip. Like, if you are someone that's considering taking your children to Disney, taking babies to Disney, 1,000% do it because if it's intimidating you right now, it's also going to empower you to feel like, I just conquered Mount Everest, but you're taking your children on vacation and you're creating memories together. And Yeah, we
0: had... I don't know how many people like pat us in the back at the same time. Half of them were like, "What are y'all doing?" You know, like just just wait, just like kind of yeah. It's like it's only bold because yeah, I'm been there. My you know? biggest and, and the girls were fine. It was more so us not, not knowing like, do what all do we need and just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like there was no huge meltdowns. I mean, it may be different. Who knows? But like, it was not. It was not what we our minds thought it was gonna be
1: i felt like this building it up right and i felt like this trip we had to take the most precautions or not precautions but like the, we had to think through the most things because we're like they can't even sit up in a high chair yet or those things that won't be the same way when we go back in the future probably um but like so those things will change and it won't be as cumbersome like we won't have to pack everything under the sun and uh, they'll be able to sit up in a bathtub like different stuff like that you know but it's like We like one thousand percent, like truly believe, like Jesus came to bring us life and life abundantly. Like we want to live that life from the very start, and we want to live that life with our girls from the very start. So, what can we do to have that abundant life? Like we don't want to regret anything. And I fully believe if we wouldn't have taken this trip, we would have listened to like the like the like fear of the unknown. We I would have regretted like us not going. No, we
0: we basically. Hold ourselves to a standard of some other, you know, request, review, or suggestion. Right, at the end of the day, don't even take it over for what it is. Like, right, like, do, like you do what you best you, for your don't family. Go, even if what we all those food, whatever, like, do what you want to do. Don't, yeah, don't like take anybody's like requests, reviews, and hold it to the you know standard. Yeah, like, that is not your story. We, that's what they all say. This is not someone else's story. Is not your story. So don't, you don't even take ours. We're just trying to give you some helpful, you know, hints, yeah, like on our tricks and reviews and what will, ha- what will work for us.
1: And like on our next trip, it'll look completely different. Like on our, we're planning on seeing at Caribbean Beach Resort. Um, I told Tony if the girls are sitting up in high chairs, like or sitting up on their own, we should go to Topolinos and do a character breakfast. Um, we, I would love for us to get to make it to the fireworks. I think we both would love that. Like. All of those things, and it, it, but you know your family best. Um, you are uniquely equipped to parent your children and do what's best for them.
0: Yeah, because that's at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Is you have to strategically plan it around like whatever schedule you've made for them, right? And then go from there. And one you of you can still get everything done you want to do.
1: Yeah, and one of the things my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends told me before we went, she had taken her kids to Disney, and I think I talked about this in, pre, in a previous episode, but she said. Don't let them control the trip because even if they're being fussy in the room, when you take them out of the room, they're going to be excited. And that was true in a lot of cases for us.
0: Yeah. You just have to know where their limits are. Right. So, and that that was a (laughs) little like... You got to tell them when to blink sometimes.
1: Feeling back the curtain, that was a little, like, for Tony and I, that was something that was, like, a struggle because I would want them to keep going. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to be fine. You to keep
0: that visor up and say, look at all this. But at the same no. time, you got to know when.
1: But, like, at the end of the night, I would want to keep going. Like, oh, they're going to be fine when we get out of the room. And Tony is much better about being like, no, we need to, like, pause. Like, this is what's best for them. And so that was a thing that we had to learn, honestly, in our marriage. Like, okay, this is what's best for them. Like, we can always come back um so you like do what's best for you and like take the chance take the trip um even if you have a meltdown on the plane if you have one bad day the memories are worth like all of it it and doesn't even matter it's a exactly story. it's
0: a story to tell and it's only happened one time
1: exactly so that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the double dose of disney podcast um please be sure to give us a follow on the double at the double dose of disney fam on both instagram and tiktok to keep the fun rolling and please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform that goes so far to help us continue growing our audience we will see you right back here next week